It's Monday the 27th of July 2020. My name's Alex Elliott and you're listening to The Week in Iceland, the programme that asks what's been happening in Iceland this week, why it happened and why we should care. I'm joined this week by the presenter and entertainer Felix Bergson, who is also Iceland's head of delegation to the Eurovision Song Contest. Welcome to you. Thank you very much. Uh, It may be too early to call it a second wave, but a slew of new COVID-19 cases over the past week is keeping the authorities on alert. Many are attributable to one Icelandic resident who was not called for a second test due to an error in the system. The US ambassador has been in the spotlight this weekend following a report from the CBS television network that he feels unsafe in Iceland and wants to carry a gun. The report was also highly critical of other aspects of his time at the helm of the embassy so far. Rio Tinto has reported Landsvirken to the competition authority and is threatening to close down its Strömsvik aluminium smelter in Hapnafjörður if the electricity supplier refuses to change its ways, uh, whatever that means. The, other, the already controversial Let It Out advertising campaign, uh, where screams from around the world are played out on seven loudspeakers around Iceland, has been dealt a fresh blow in the form of a plagiarism complaint from the artist Marcus Lyle, who claims it is basically the same as his own Scream the House Down project. And one question asked by a police officer a police officer answering a call to the emergency services hotline has caused a discrimination investigation. After a short internal investigation, the police say the officer chose his words clumsily and that they were not representative. So, Felix, where would you like to begin? (laughs) There's a lot to go through there. Yeah. Well, I think we have to go start with uh, the COVID-19. You know, what's happening in... uh, in, uh and that, um, it's quite scary to see that there are now 21 uh, uh, infections in Iceland that we know of. Um, but still, nobody in hospital, nobody severely ill, but still, it's out there and it's quite scary. And I, I am one of the people that feel that people are letting their guard down uh, quite a lot at the moment. And um, we need to need to, to be more vigilant. Mm-hmm. But it's been a lot of discussion about it, of course, about opening of the country and all that stuff. Um, letting letting tourists in and and um, and um, all the measures that the government has been taking in in those those and, and it's obvious that that something is leaking in. Mm. Uh, they they say that's not a surprise though. No, no, exactly. And they said that 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 was bound to happen. But it, uh, there was a, a survey. I think it was this week. Uh, no, last week, sorry. Um, uh, and it seems that the, the even though the nation still uh, trusts the government and the authorities to to handle these things, the trust is going down a little bit, and there's more um, um, more unhappiness about um, how um, things are being dealt with. And I think it's basically more and more people are unhappy about the opening of the country and 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 starting up the tourism again. Mm. That we should have waited a little bit longer. But it's it's kind of true what the authorities have said though that that tourism doesn't seem to be the biggest problem here. It is mostly people who live here exactly. that are causing these group totally uh, yeah group and transmissions that's, and that's that is very very interesting and it's like um, uh, and it is interesting how uh, the individuals seem to be it it is left to us the individuals now more to take more uh, responsible uh, measures. Like this, I, 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 they haven't said a lot about this case, this new case that uh, some person that has infected at least six people, 
And he came in on the 15th, so that's a while ago. Exactly. So he's been around for quite a while. And, and that was the... That was the um, uh, he used a, a different Kennetala. That was the, the problem in the, in the system, apparently. He has two Kennetalas, and he used his, his foreign Kennetala to, uh, to register. So he didn't have the Icelandic Kennetala in the... So they didn't have the Icelandic Kennetala in the system. So that's something, you know, apparently that's what it, what it is about. What, but, what, but, sorry, uh, what I heard, yeah. or what I read, okay. which may be different or the same okay. or whatever, was that the, the, if you fill the form in in English, yes. you don't need to put a Kennetala oh, in. That, okay, now I understand. And, okay. and if you do it in Icelandic, you do. Um, which was obviously something that they're going to try and close up. Exactly. So um, that was so basically, yeah. it's a it's a problem in the system. Obviously, mm. so it was a Kennetala um, nonsense, some kind of. But anyway, I mean, but that person should, of course, have taken it easy for uh, you know another five days, uh, you know, uh, self isolate for a few more days. Mm. Well, I don't know if he was expecting the call for the second test or not no um, exactly and 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 apparently he did he did test uh, test negative so it is you know it's always a big question how how it all but it, it it but it still shows that we all need to be more vigilant somehow and and take more care mm. i mean i've been going to some name giving parties and uh, this week and and you know people are kind of starting to live normal life again and there's a lot of uh, the people who run around hugging each other <laughs> again, yeah. you know, and it's, uh, what was it, Hulegur Daxon who made a, a cartoon, you know, the return of the people who, who run around hugging everybody. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the, that was the new horror movie. So they, they are they are out there. <laughs> uh, yeah, and there seems to be less uh, hand sanitizer around these days. Yeah, and people are using it less somehow yeah. as well. You yeah. I noticed that. And what happened to the two meter rule? Exactly. So it's it's you know it's just a, I think it's a reminder to all of us to to uh, to remember that it's not gone. Yeah. Uh, and and in terms of labeling it a second wave, yeah. um, the authorities are rightly, presumably, cautious to do that. Yes, obviously. Um, but we'd had gone down to very nearly none at all. Yes, exactly. So, so when does it when did when does the the name become appropriate? I think they say when they um, when they are not in control of it, when it when you know they 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 seem to feel that they are in control of it through the through the uh, tracing mm. and the tracing app and all that. But I think it has to do with the fact when they when they know that the the virus is at large in society, then they know it's a it's a second wave. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't get to that stage oh, at all. Yes, exactly. Yes. Um, anything else, or should we move on? Let's move on. Okay. Uh, what's next? We've got well, the, the the American ambassador is something that has been a lot in the news. <laughs> interesting story that one. Um, yes, it is, and 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 the interesting how how uh, problematic it has been for the U.S. to have a proper functioning embassy in in Iceland since two thousand and nine. Mm. It's been uh, quite a yeah quite a story, um, and uh, so during that. 10, 11 year period, they've had no ambassador in position for five of them. Exactly. Overall, that's, that's what I, is... that's what I read. And and there and, and because I mean uh, before, especially when when uh, the 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 U.S. base was in full function, there was a very close relationship between the two nations, and they would have never have had an embassy without an ambassador in in, in Reykjavik. Mm. 
but uh, it seems that the since since 2006 since the since the uh, since it all went down um the relationship is not as strong as it used to be mm. so it that it points in that direction but the case of this ambassador from that that came here Jeffrey Gunter Ross who came here in 2019 is quite amazing it's really and it maybe shows uh, yeah that how how <laughs> useless in many ways uh political ambassadors are you know you need to know the 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 foreign service you need to know what you're dealing with mm-hmm. and this is obviously just a doctor uh, a supporter of uh, Donald Trump who doesn't really know much about the the role that he's in and he's just scared you know plain scared he's scared of all the all the bad people out there mm. And uh, he wants to carry a gun in Iceland, and that's that tells you a lot about uh, having no idea uh, where you are and and in what kind of situation you are. You know, nobody carries a gun in Iceland. No. I think. No. No. Well, no. Hope <laughs> I <Anyway>. hope. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's been it's been a very interesting, and, it, and and it's kind of been being un, being unravelled here by, of course, CBS, and then the people here at RUV. And it's a very, very interesting story. He re- apparently he refused to return to Iceland. He went on a holiday to, to California, and uh, the foreign service had to force him to come back to the country, because he was so scared of, yeah, somebody trying to do, do him harm. Very interesting. Statistically, far more likely in California. <laughs> than, yes, than probably. Here. Probably. <laughs> More, more Islamic terrorists around there. Well, or just people that are armed. Exactly. I would suggest. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And and the 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 mechanics, the the accoutrements of being an ambassador does mm-hmm. give you a certain level of protection, security anyway. Exactly. Which presumably doesn't have uh, back home in California. No, ap- apparently they they uh, they put in a, an advertisement for bodyguards specifically. Mm. And uh, but the, the the news says that that was done to to ease the the nerves of the of the ambassador more than anything else. Mm. And he's had six second in commands so yes, far. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, which so, is a very unusually high number as well. Exactly. Apparently. We read yeah. about that, and that's and that the, the, there has been really bad morale in the in the embassy as well. Mm. And there seems to be quite a lot of paranoia about the 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 the. Um, about uh, the administration and and uh, and that it's working against Donald Trump and stuff like that. It it all seems to be all 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 goes down that route somehow. Mm. So it's very interesting. I mean, I mean, there are very interesting times in the U.S. That's very for interesting sure. times. Yeah, I think two two things that maybe come up is um, political appointments to ambassadors. It's nothing new. I mean, Donald Trump has done it a lot more. But it's not new. No, it's not new. And I mean, uh, Obama did it. I mean, we had we had a politically appointed ambassador from him in the last two years of his presidency. And apparently, the done thing, the common practice, is for them to step down when their president exactly, exactly. leaves the White House. Exactly. Uh, and also, you mentioned the the, the close, closeness of U.S. Iceland relations. That may very well be true, but they have just built the most expensive glamorous embassy in town totally uh, we have exactly bulletproof glass and 
meter thick concrete all around it. So um, maybe this will mean, mean that this is only only teething problems or something like that. So maybe everything will go down back down back to 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 normal again mm. uh, at some point. But it doesn't seem to be there at this moment, at least that's for sure. No. But they've opened this new embassy, apparently, haven't they? I believe so. That yes. came as news to me because they hadn't last time I checked. Exactly. Um, but it was it was due this summer, I believe. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and I mean, there has been talk. I don't know if you've you heard it in 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 your circles, but there has been talk around me about this. People find it a little bit ridiculous. I mean, it's like a, it's like a castle. It's like so so protected and so it's like. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, you know many many feel that this it's a t- totally over the top in in a peaceful little country like Iceland. I mean, the impression one of the impressions I got was perhaps that it's keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, the giant Chinese embassy was the biggest and yes. and, and yeah. most flash glamorous yes. one, yeah. and that couldn't be allowed to last for long, maybe, <laughs> and, and had to be topped. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Who knows? Because I mean, the US, the the old U.S. embassy was nice downtown white painted you know an impressive building yes it was for its day yeah but it was but there was always um, arguments about you know they took over the street a little bit and and, mm. and there was always arguments about how far they could reach uh, in in terms of security and and, and, and all that and in terms of because American policy is always towards this sort of level of security and, yes. and that, that sort of thing and mm-hmm. and the level to which that was possible on a downtown street in Thinkholt, um, without stepping on people's toes, is yeah maybe the move is a good thing from that point of view as well. Exactly, and I mean there were the people living across the street. You know, were not very positive about things happening there. So I, I probably it was very necessary for them to to get a new embassy. So um, yeah, congratulations to them on that. Another. Uh, story that has been coming out in, in, in the last few weeks. I'm not sure if you have spoken about it on this show, but it was very interesting to see the the changes in the Polish in the Polish guard here in Iceland after the, the presidential election when the the young um uh, diplomat Jakub Pilch was called home. Oh I didn't know uh, that. Yeah called oh. home um he was he was quite um he was uh, quite a lot in the news he was talking about the the election quite a lot and he was um, also um uh, when the the horrible uh, arson or the fire in in Vesturgata happened he was the one that was uh, was on the news talking uh, about the the Polish community so he seemed to be he seemed to be somebody that was very well um you know, he knew a lot about what was happening in the Polish community in Iceland and, and was very much there. And um, was a young man. He's a young man with a uh, wife and two young children. Mm. And apparently right after the presidential election, he was called home with only a few days to, 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 to spare. And uh, uh, and it seems to be that there are... Uh, they are uh, gripping a stronger hold on the on the on the uh, on the foreign service, and so you know that's the feeling you get when you hear news like that. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, so it is. Um, it is a little bit. Uh, well, it's very worrying what is happening happening over there. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you do that raises questions about who the who embassies are supposed to represent. Really, exactly. I mean, obviously they're. Under the control of their government, exactly. obviously, yeah. but the Polish community in Iceland has proven in its voting records, for example, 
that it is further left than many in in Poland itself. Exactly. Yeah, certainly a bigger LGBTQ community among the Poles here. Totally. In Poland itself. And maybe the embassy should be representing them as a group instead of just their government. But of course they're under the control of the government. Totally. So. And it's a feeling that that, that, that it's, it's some kind of a... Uh, that they are... Um, that they're being punished in some way. I mean, it's known that the Polish vote was 80% for the other guy. Here in Iceland, mm. only 20% for Duda. So what is happening? And there's a huge Polish community in Iceland and they really need a very strong and good rep- representation. And, you know, just the fire showed that. And there will be things happening now in the next... Uh, I mean, Poland is doing things that they really need to, you know, answer to. Uh, and they need a strong represent- representation in Iceland, that's for sure. And to be trusted. Exactly, and to be trusted, exactly. By the people who mm. they're serving in the country. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Well, okay. It's ne- interesting. Next topic. Yes, Rio Tinto. It's crazy. Um, there seems to be very tough negotiations going on there uh, between Rio Tinto and... Uh, I mean, Rio Tinto is... Is not a charity, that's for sure, and uh, and nobody knows really what's going to happen. I mean, they seem to be, they seem to be on the way out as it is at the moment, mm. and that would be um, very uh, harsh and tough, especially for Hapnerfjörður and uh, and uh, all the people working there, of course. Did I hear somewhere that it's already their last remaining smelter in Europe? Uh, yes, they, exactly. So yes, that's what I heard as well. Seems to tell a story. Yeah, that they've closed closed uh, around twenty of them already, and this is the twenty first and uh, last one, and uh, most of it is going to China. But uh, the positive thing is that we are not as relying on uh, aluminium as we used to be before before the tourism boom. So. Uh, uh, the government seems to be a little bit more uh, calm about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten years ago, twelve years ago, it would have been utter panic, I'm sure. But uh, aluminium prices have been low for a while now. Uh, yes, so. but they have been very high also before that. So I mean, these companies have been making loads of money. So uh, it should be, you know, and the, the and the contracts are for a very long time uh, the, 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 of the price of the of the of the electricity. We could use the electricity, though. Yes, I'm if, sure. If there was a big surplus, it could be used elsewhere. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm not technical enough to know what to do with it, but, you know, it could be used for something. Yeah, I mean, market gardeners, the greenhouse owners, are often exactly. saying that they're not getting cheap enough electricity that they could do with some um, subsidised power and that, that they could increase their production, uh, for example. Yes, exactly. Um, have we heard anything from the other two major smelters in the country? No, not that I've heard so much in the news. I mean, of course, there's the the problems in Husavik of, as well with the, with the, with the, uh, with the smelter there, hmm. uh, and nobody really knows what's going to happen there. That, that's closed for the time being. Yep. Uh, obviously, Landsverkin, for their part, they they respond well. These contracts were looked at by the Icelandic and European competition authorities and no one said anything back then, so we don't really understand the problem. Exactly. And 
in terms of media coverage, we haven't really had much of a detailed discussion of what that problem is. No, I mean, it's because these uh, these uh, contracts are still secret mm. and they have been. And there has been calls, calls in, in Iceland for years to, to, to have these contracts out in the open. You know, people want to know how much we are getting for the electricity. And there has been lots of talk about not getting enough for it. And this is, you know, national treasures that are being, you know, given away to big international corporations. Um, so I think, yeah, more openness is is called for now, and probably that that might be what comes out of it. Mm. Might happen. Yeah, I've also heard maybe it's pie in the sky, just wishful thinking, maybe not, of people saying, well, if it did close down, why don't we open a aluminium recycling plant? That yes, <laughs> use the electricity to smelt down old cans and, and 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 that sort of thing. I mean, that's technically feasible, presumably. Yeah. Yes, I have no idea. No, I have, I have no idea how these things work. You know, we could be the recycling capital of of the North Atlantic. <laughs> exactly, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. interesting. Um, obviously, Landsvirkin is one of our neighbours here, just a couple of big houses down the road. Um, and we haven't heard, like you say, much feedback from there. It's just, well, this isn't really a problem as far as we're concerned. No, exactly. Um, it is a problem as far as Hapnafir is concerned. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, they're going to lose a lot of money if the if the aluminium plant goes or closes down. Mm. And of course, lots of people work, lots of people living in Hapnavir to work in the aluminium plant. So it's, yeah, that, that will be a problem for them, I would think. Yeah, huge. It would help Iceland's emissions targets. Yes, that would, it would do that, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have a long way to meet those, apparently. On the other hand, though, it wouldn't help the world's emission targets because if you're making it elsewhere with non-renewable electricity, we've heard the story before. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, we don't have a lot of time left. No. Should we go with the speakers thing yes. or the police officers taxpayer thing? Uh, yeah, oh, that was stupid. Uh, that was stupid. A, a yeah. very stupid thing to say. But um, but maybe, yeah, maybe it highlights... Uh, a problem that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. There is. How would you have responded to the question on the phone? Does he look like a taxpayer to you? Oof. I don't know. I would not Yeah, I was just totally shocked. You know, it would have been sorry. Mm. You know, uh, because it's really. I mean, uh, how dare you? <laughs> you know, you you're calling the police to ask for help for somebody who is in need, and 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 the police is not coming unless it's somebody valid enough for them to 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 pick up off the street. You know, it's ridiculous. So that was yeah. I, uh, and 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 hopefully it it um, yeah. Hopefully it's a. Uh, it's shocking enough for the police to to do something about it, you know, to to discuss these things within their own ranks, and you know, this is this is not on. Just very very stupid. No, I'm I'm much more interested in the in the, the screaming thing. Okay. And the, yeah. the, the loudspeakers. Uh, yeah, um, it's been getting quite a lot of positive feedback around the world. Okay. Um, apparently, marketing agencies are like, "Oh, this is great." Look exactly. Um, the the feedback within Iceland has been decidedly mixed. We could say. Well, I would say it's more negative than positive. Yes, it's been. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, people. It's it's basically this. Uh, it's um, you know, but th- it's the problem with you know. We want to sell the tranquility and the the, the beauty and the, 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 and uh, uh, and many people don't really want to sell too much of it somehow. So it's always this. There's always going to be a 
contradiction between what the market and the, the marketing people want to do and what you know what the, the Icelandic nation wants to do. And there's there, it's been a constant argument always, you know. Mm-hmm. When uh, Iceland there in the UK advertised, you know, a dirty weekend in Iceland and and you know and uh, all that stuff, you know, you know, as a as a Brit, uh, that's just tongue in cheek and it's it's just funny and uh, but in Iceland it was viewed as a as a as a treason to 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 sell Iceland in that way. Mm. So um, it's always very, very sensitive how this is done. I understand that these loudspeakers are not going to be screaming at people whenever they come to a, a, a nice little place. It's it's done some somehow differently. Uh, it's more online somehow, isn't it? Oh, no, the speakers are physical. And yeah, but do they seriously? I mean, are the screams really coming out of them? Yes. You know, are screams. So yeah, so are. you have yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. But it's only for two weeks. Okay. And that time is pr- probably up, up, up now. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's been going for a give or take two weeks yeah, already. Exactly. Yeah. So that, I mean, it, some people had some quite extreme reactions. Uh, they were like, how dare they? They're ruining the country. And, totally. and you, and, yes, if it was permanent, that's true. But, but it's gone. I mean, yeah. yeah. Maybe we should relax a little. Exactly. Yes, and, and I mean, uh, and it is, um, you know, to see what came out of it is is um, is quite interesting it got a lot of a lot of press i mean there was before that was the what was it the, the dance people were dancing to uh, the, that emily emily Torini song yeah. all over iceland mm-hmm. some were very negative about <laughs> i love that, that video <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know so you see icelanders are very 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 sensitive mm. about um, how their country is portrayed or what is the yeah. And presumably also sensitive about a controversial idea having been copied potentially from someone else. That's quite shocking, actually. Yeah, yeah, but that's uh, that's what they do often. The, well, I mean, on paper at least they shouldn't. Yes, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. But yeah. that's being that it's known to have been done before. But yeah, but that that could that could lead to. Um, some, uh, yeah, some money having to change hands and stuff like that. Mm. And the the campaign, obviously, this small part of the campaign is, is presumably only a small part of it, but it's a big money campaign. Is it one and a half billion kroners totally. being put into this? Totally. And uh, there was a, you know, there, there was also a controversy. You know who was doing it. Uh, there was an advertising agency in London, and mm. so there's 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 a lot of controversy around this. Obviously, the artist who's claiming the um, potential plagiarism is British, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just saying, yeah. Uh, where did the this come out? The advertising agency did, is did, British too. Did this just come out now or uh, last week? Last yeah, week, over yeah. the last week. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Island Stora responded saying, "Well." His idea was announced after we announced our idea, but then it came to light that actually he'd been talking about it for years. Okay, and had possibly even used the name "Let It Out." Okay, <laughs> since two thousand and thirteen, <laughs> potentially. Uh-huh. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what, if anything, happens. Yeah, I mean, it is. It will be remembered probably as a storm in a teacup because it's a two-week project. Yes, I think so. Uh, it will be forgotten very, very quickly. One yeah. of these things that happens during the summer. Usually, I mean, it's, it's quite unusual to have so much in the news during the summer 
But I think it's the COVID times that 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 makes it like that. But usually in Iceland, there is nothing happening. I mean, we call it uh, we call it uh, the 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 time of the cucumber because there, there's there's always news of huge cucumbers <laughs> on the news because there's nothing else to talk about. So, uh, uh, but this is very unusual to have so much on the news during the summer. Mm. You know, politicians usually use the the summer to bury something that they don't want people to talk about. This hasn't been the case the last two years, though. I mean, I've been at Rove now just two years, and I was looking forward to some cucumber time. Yes, but it didn't really happen. No, <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah, I mean, maybe the world's changed. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, maybe, and maybe with social media and with you know, we are constantly talking. I mean, and there's so much going on now with Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. So there is a lot of uh, yeah, yeah unrest in the world. And there was a, an article written by an Icelandic politician this week, former prime minister. That has caused quite a lot of stir. Where he's Sigmund um, David uh, Gunnlaugsson, where he um, compares Black Lives Matter with uh, the Cultural Revolution in China, and uh, so that's uh, that's something that is people are arguing about a lot at the moment in Icelandic media. He has a knack for being controversial, does Sigmund? Totally, totally. Which is, uh, yeah, that's his daily bread, I think. Exactly, yeah. Yep. Well, um, I'm afraid that's it for another week. Yes. Uh, and indeed for another month. The week in Iceland is out of time yet again. For now, it's a massive thanks to my guests, Felix Bergson. Next Monday is the Vestlanamanahelki public holiday. Uh, but the week in Iceland will be back in two weeks' time on the 10th of August on ruv.is forward slash English, Ruv English on Facebook, through the Ruv app and your favourite podcast platform. We finished today with Livid er Intislecht, meaning life is wonderful, uh, partly because, you know, it is, uh, and also because it's one of the best-known Thjóðhátíð songs to date from 2001. No festival this year, of course, uh, but an important and enjoyable holiday weekend, nevertheless, even though the current forecast is for rain. A lot of rain, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> oh, well. Well, there's always pride the next week after. So. That's true, yeah. yep. Livid er Intislecht. Bye for now. Yeah, why did I just